0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to another version of the Bruce Singer podcast. I'm Bruce Singer. I'm the host. And I'm also the CEO and founder of Canada CFOs, which provides fractional CFOs and instrument part-time CFOs to to businesses, family offices, non-for-profit. We have a very special uh, passion for food, food, natural food, health and wellness. And today I have a wonderful, wonderful guest on the podcast, Mackie Vadishino. I got the name right, the last name right?
1: Uh, yeah, Vaticino.
0: Vaticino. Okay. Right. So, okay, Mackie, thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to tell you a bit about Mackie. She's an incredible, uh, lifelong, trailblazing entrepreneur and so many more things. Uh, we're going to talk about her women in leadership. There, there's lots going on. Um, so, just a bit about her. Uh, she's self made. Uh, she will share that, how she's self made uh, all her life. She's an MBA. She's also um, a, cha- a, a chair. She's actually now chairman of the board of the board of BioForce Canada, BioForce Canada. She yeah. was previously this very, very previously the CEO, 20 years in leadership roles. Um, she's an avid sailor. She's been uh, women of influence on the Canadian Health Food, the Canadian Health Food Association. Food
1: Association
0: uh She's an uh, alumni, alumni of the year at Concordia, alumnus of the year, alumni of the year, a uh, board of governors at Concordia University. Uh, she's been on multiple boards. She's very big giving back. There's a she's she's had an she's really an amazing career. And I'm inspired just knowing her. <laughs> OK, so thank you, we, Bruce.
1: That's you know, really kind.
0: Uh, you're you're an amazing individual. And uh, so it's wonderful to have you on the podcast, and I'm truly grateful and honored to have it. it's been an honor to have you. So let's talk. Let's talk about uh, about. Let's sh- share your story because it's an awesome story, and Thank you. Uh, I love hearing it because I always get inspired by it. <laughs> okay.
1: Well, my story, I guess, uh, as you and I talked uh, last uh, couple weeks ago, um. Um, I guess um, I was really. Um, as you say, a self-made person because I lost my parents, both of them when I was 13. Yeah. So uh, have worked um, all my life, started working in uh, retail. Actually, I was an elevator girl at Ogilvy's at about 16 and uh, continued to go to school um, as I continued to work and uh, got my first full-time job um at uh, the Bank of Montreal, and um, again there, probably because I was such a um, an independent person had to be when you don't have anybody else to depend on but yourself. Uh, so I was uh, very much a, a fighter even at a very early age and uh, um, managed to be one of the first women of my age. I think I was only nineteen at the time to be on what they called at the bank in those days, uh, their management development program. And so, you know, they transferred me up into different positions uh, along the way. And Mm -hmm. at one point when I was uh, managing uh, a branch as what they called then, I think assistant accountant or something like that. uh, And Morty Brownstein, the owner of Brown's shoe shop walked in and um, uh, said, you know, I love what you're wearing. I love your shoes, but they're not ours. So I'd <laughs> like you to come and work for us as an assistant really? buyer. So wow. continued in the retail business uh, with Morty and uh, Brown's shoes and, you know, had the good fortune at very early age to travel uh, to italy to buy shoes and uh travel to the united states obviously and then um i after i was there for about 5 years i decided i you know was continuing my undergraduate at night and then decided to take a break and do my mba so i did my mba in in uh, about um i don't know 15 months i think because i had Um, I had very good marks in my undergraduate, so was given credit for a number of courses and was able to do my MBA at John Molson School of Business at Concordia um, in about 15 months. And after that, basically, uh, my career really started, went back to the Bank of Montreal at this point uh, as head of marketing for Eastern Canada, and then at one point, uh, which I look back now and, uh, you know, I thought it was horrible at then, but I look back now and it was the best thing they ever did for me was they transferred me to head of the training department in their HR uh, for all of Eastern Canada. And I remember saying to my SVP at the time, like, what have I done wrong? You know, I'm a marketing and salesperson. I'm not an HR person. And he said to me, um you know, if you're going to get up into levels of management and in senior management, you need to know how to manage people, you need to know about HR. And I must say, the bank was great about training. So they sent me to a number of courses on uh, uh, HR and on training. Um, I remember even going to England for a course on how to train wow. adults, etc. And I must say, the To this day, that has served me very well because you cannot be successful without a good team around you and without good people, no matter how smart or how hard you work, unless you've got a good team, you're not going to get very far. Um, So, you know, I was um, at the bank and then was hired uh, into a communications company that was focusing on human resource communication and recruitment, um, Cala Communications, and uh, went on from there. And at one point, um, started consulting uh, after I had done a number of other corporate roles at Teleglobe Canada and Gildan. And I got off the corporate ladder and decided to start my own little consulting business and was immediately hired by uh, some investors to help them take a product to market. And that's where my career started in the natural products world. It was with a woman called Joanne Hollander, and she had developed um, a really good tasting soy product. And in those days, there weren't many. Today, we have quite a choice. But in those days, there were not a lot of good soy, ta- good tasting products. And Joanne um, taught me everything about natural and organic. And I remember her saying often, you know, one of the best companies, one of the companies that's still to this day true to its values is a company called a. Vogel. And so sure enough, as we um, we got So Yummy, her product, to uh, many retail chains, including Loblaws and uh, Metro and IGA here in Quebec, we were uh, ultimately bought out by um, another group of investors. And so as I was exiting the So Yummy contract, um, I was interviewed by the then CEO of uh, Bioforce, and by Mrs. Vogel herself came over wow. from Switzerland to interview. Wow. Me. Wow. Yeah, wow. Um, and a number of other uh, my my boss or who would be my boss at the time, Herman Geiger and Robert Balding. anyway, long story short that's why i ended up at bioforce uh, over 15 years ago and have loved every minute of it wow. as ceo up to as you say up to this summer and now they have um, you know been you know wonderful we were just in switzerland in september and it was just uh, for for them and for me it was just a wonderful opportunity for me to say goodbye to everybody And to be promoted to or to take the role of chairman of the board for Canada. So I've had an incredible career with this company. And I have to say, uh, it's become my passion to be, um, uh, you know, to be good to the environment and good to yourself. Because unlike many companies who may be, what do they call it, greenwash uh a vogel has always been a company from since its inception in 1923 a company that has uh, not used pesticides um you know been good to the environment we grow our um, our plants most of them in and around our own facility in switzerland which mm. it's beautiful when you're there uh, you look outside the window, you see greenery. You don't see asphalt like I see outside my office yeah. here in
0: Montreal. <laughs> I, have, I have a big mall staring in front of you. here. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: so, you know, since, as I say, Alfred Vogel started in 1923. So we've always had this as part of our DNA to be wow. the environment and to be sustainable. And so, for us, this is is not a fad or a trend. It's who we really are, and so certainly this has been instilled in me, and very much oh. a, a passion and something that I find extremely important.
0: So, like ahead of your time, ahead of it's ahead of its time. Yeah, like, like, yeah, have its time. Yeah, look at that. I, I mean, look even the
1: whole idea of traceability. Uh, you know, we control everything from seed to bottle, totally. Uh, you know, every year when uh, they bring in the um, the harvest, which, as I say, is mainly around, as much as possible, mainly around our own office. And certainly our office is uh, near Lake Constance, which has, you know, uh, Switzerland, uh, Germany, and Austria. So all of our farmers, if it's not our own plants, it's from the farmers in that area, um, who actually, Alfred Vogel, many of them, He went to them when he started that plant in 1963 and said, you know, if you guys want to invest in this plant, I will buy your plants. And to this day, they are all still shareholders of our company. So none of them have divested of the company. And um, so as I say, when we harvest, we keep the seeds from one year to the next. We have a beautiful greenhouse that you see the seeds and they replant them the year after. Uh, so we literally control from the seed wow. to the bottle, and one of our uniqueness is that when we harvest the plants, we we um, yeah. uh, immediately put them through maceration within twenty four twenty four to forty eight hours of harvesting. So we use the fresh plant, fresh. not dried, bought from China type of plants.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay. I got it. I got yeah. a question. You said you said a couple of things that I want to I want to expand on. Uh, you said 15 years you loved it. You loved, it. Now, loved we can it. talk. We can we can talk for hours, but we don't have hours. We got 20 no. minutes. Okay, right. So, what, what if if you had to focus? What was the thing you loved the most of at your career? Would you love the most
1: about and so the my, company? About
0: yeah. about Bioforce? Well, you said you loved it. I wonder what you loved.
1: Uh, What I loved is the fact that at BioForce, um, you know, they didn't speak from both sides of their mouth. They are true to their values. They walk and talk those values. And I would say the other thing is that they allow each of us, each country, um, to, to run our operation according to our market. So, you know, not sure. all markets are the same. First of all, certainly with remedies, each market has a very different regulatory environment. So right there, uh, we couldn't all say and do the same things because each regulatory environment is so different. Um, and each consumer is, you know, in many ways the same, but but also very unique. And so the Canadian consumer is not the same okay. as the Australian consumer. And so they, they leave us the, the liberty to, uh, to run our marketing campaigns, uh, run our mark, you know, choose the media, that best suits our consumer. And again, each country has very different rules and regulations, right. even around yeah. media. So, for example, in Switzerland, they're not allowed to advertise remedies, whereas we are in Canada, as long as we respect the claims that natural, you know, that Health Canada has accorded us. Um, So, you know, there are differences and they respect those differences. They don't try to put everybody into the same mold. And that was certainly something that, um, that I enjoyed very much. I would say, you know, if I were to resume what I've just said, it's it's the fact that they allowed us to be as if we were running our own businesses in each country. Very entrepreneurial and very awesome. allowing us to run our own business.
0: Yeah, that's me. So, so in your in your tenure in your career tenure at, at, at the company, you know, you started you had a fifteen year run. You started at a certain point. Obviously, you scaled you scaled the business like an entrepreneur scaled the business. From the audience's perspective, people are gonna what what can you share a learning? A learning, because everybody, everybody in the natural food, you know, and it is growing it's an industry that's still growing. It's still yes. it's a it's a very I believe it's still a very young industry. That's just my personal belief. Mm-hmm. I don't think we've even hit the hit the hit the hit the saturation point yet, not even close. Okay. Um so what lesson can you share to another entrepreneur who's listened to this podcast? about scaling scaling a, a wellness company such as yours? What, what is the learning? Yeah,
1: um, Well, I would say one learning, I mean, it's obviously uh, make sure you have good distribution of your products. I mean, our um, mantra, if you will, as is the Canadian Health Food Association, is to make sure that we help all Canadians stay healthy in a natural way. And so you can't just be in one channel. I mean, obviously, our main channel has always been the natural health food stores. But, you know, there's only a small percentage of the Canadian population to this day that goes to health food shops. So I think one of the things that, you know, I did in in coming into BioForce Canada was to take our products into other channels, like the pharmacies, like the grocery chains. Got uh, it. Online today. Online
0: too? Online? Yes,
1: online. We have a big online business now. I mean, you have to to follow where the, you know, you have to be where the consumer is. And that's what we tried to do, which is what allowed us to really grow um, and grow our market. And the other thing is, you know, um, you often hear people say, and even when I came into to buy a horse, oh, we already tried that and it didn't work. You know, things change. So for just as an example, online may not have been very strong and very good for us um, seven or eight years ago. But guess what? Now, just look at what happened during covid things exploded online you can't say no well we tried it it didn't work so forget it put it in the closet you may have to look again at certain things that didn't work in the past but that might work now because as you say in this industry in the natural products industry it was very much a very niche kind of uh exactly and now exactly. it's not now it's, not. it's
0: because it's more mainstream correct uh no i hear you like what we said earlier so so one of the keys is 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 is, is this distribution like like wide wide
1: like, distribution wide yeah wide
0: distribution but in order for a company to do that a business to do that to success, do you need your own sales force do you need to have solid distri- like brokers distributors or both
1: I would say both. I mean, you know, in our case, we have our own sales force. And because our products, our remedies are so unique, it would be very difficult for us to work just with brokers because really, you know, we spend a lot of time training and educating our sales force on our products Um, on the studies we do a lot of studies on our own products we don't use generic studies it's our own you know double blind placebo controlled studies in a lot of cases Uh, just on our equina force product which is for the immune system we have over 200 proprietary studies
0: so you're
1: not going to get um you know a broker distributor letting you train their sales force on just your product line that much so i think it's important you have to know uh your your products and you have to know um for example our food products yes we can use brokers and distributors and we do because it's it doesn't require the same level of education and time uh, to know the products yeah. as our remedies do. So for That's our remedies, we definitely use our own sales force.
0: So let's let's change it. Let's switch the topic just a little bit because you know uh, what. Um, again, getting to know you. Let's talk about things that you're passionate about, and, and let's uh, talk about in your career. What are some of the things that you that are important to you, as part that 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 are synergistic? You know. <laughs> Yeah. I always, they're all, they're all intertwined. What, what's important to you?
1: Well, I think what's very important to me, I mean, obviously, as I say, is, is good health and well wellbeing, yeah. but one area that I've really uh, become more and more passionate about is um, the whole idea of gender equality and mm-hmm. diversity overall. Um, you know, I think in the business world, For too long, um, it was very male dominated. Um, I think that has changed, but we're still not equal. So my passion right now is to work as hard as possible Uh, to help as many women as possible, and to help businesses in general um, achieve gender equality and diversity. I mean, I'm very proud of the fact that, you know, over 65%, I think, of my management team is women. Um, I think I've got every religion you can think of at BioForce. And I like to say every color of skin from the whitest of white to the darkest of dark at BioForce. And I would love to contribute um, in the business world in general in Canada to help achieve that. Because, you know, for example, gender equality, they have proven that boards that have more women, those companies do better.
0: And do, it's yeah.
1: probably yeah. because we can bring different points of view and different exactly. perspectives and different understanding of the consumer. So that is a big passion of mine.
0: Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. And Congratulations on – because that's not an easy achievement to make sure you have all in, across, especially in a company that is a long-term company, successful. You know, because – and you, you're lucky because you've, you've had the – the, I guess the the culture that allowed you to do that, yeah, you know, yeah. which is which is. But one thing I wanted to step back. You said something too. If you don't build a great team, uh, you said something on the like, How can you succeed if you don't build a great team around you? Yeah, you yeah. know, I lo- I'm not sure if the exact same words, but something. Yeah, definitely. So, what's your secret? Because everybody wants to build a great team, and that is not an easy feat because yeah. hiring and retaining. Which, by the way, we could probably do a whole podcast on that. Yeah, really? yeah. But that there's is one not. thing, there's one lesson Especially learned. Especially these really.
1: days, yeah. Uh, I guess you know um, the the whole idea. As I say, what I appreciated from the Swiss was that they allowed me to run Bioforce like it was my own company. And I think with all management, you have to allow them to do their job. You can't be, um, you know, micromanaging people. Otherwise, they don't get satisfaction, and of course, then you know you get turnover. So I think the the one thing that I learned a long time ago was allow good people to do their work their way, as long as they achieve the objectives that you've set out for them. Um, and as you say, I think the fact that we had uh, the right culture in the company in general, where we have a <clears throat> respect of all human beings in our company, uh, we treat everybody uh, equally. It's not because uh, someone has uh, a big title and someone else uh yep is an entry-level position that they would be treated any differently. And I think that also, treat people with respect. And, you know, one manager taught me a long, long time ago, treat people the way you would want to be treated. And I think that's really basic, easy, and never forget it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Good good for you, good for you. So we're coming to a close very shortly. I I, I want to... So you you were CEO very recently. Now became chairman of the board. You have all this experience. You talked about things you want to do. Um, what's the next? What's next for? I need to mention some of it. But for Martin, for for, for Mackie, what's next?
1: Well, for me, I mean, as I say, because my passion is uh, gender equality. Yeah. Uh, one of the things I've already started to do is help as many. Uh, Women entrepreneurs, Uh, I mean, I'll help any entrepreneur, but certainly women particularly, Um, already a few of them that I've gotten to know in our industry and who will call me for connections, for advice, for uh, just as a a sounding board. So that I certainly would love to do. Um, I am chairman of BioForce, but also looking at other boards, Uh, where I could contribute, again, um, if possible in this industry. But I think there's – I have been in the telecommunications industry and in manufacturing, so I think I've got a lot of experience in lots of industries, banking, and so I think I can uh, contribute to uh, – a company at a strategic level, um, hopefully through their board or other ways uh, of uh, of working on interesting and innovative projects.
0: Mackie, it's been an absolute pleasure. It's been an absolute pleasure having you on the podcast. Uh, you're a pioneer and mm-hmm. a, cha- a change maker. You're really so much, and it's, it's actually been a privilege. Uh, well, thank you, Bruce.
1: Thank you for taking the time decided. to listen to my story and uh uh, to put me on your podcast i'm honored to be on so thank Thank you you. so
0: much it's been an absolute pleasure and this is and our relationship will continue (laughs) uh, absolutely absolutely all right thank you everybody and have a wonderful day